It's Tuesday, September 1st. Welcome to Market Foolery. I'm Chris Hill. With me today, Mr. Bill Barker. Good to see you, my friend. Good to be here. We have got the first details on Walmart's new service. We have a deal in the energy industry. We're going to get to those, but we are going to start with the stock of the day. Second quarter revenue for Zoom Video grew 355%. Let me say that again. Revenue grew 355%. This is on top of the previous quarter's revenue growth of just about 170%. And shares of Zoom Video, a company that went public in April of 2019 at $36 a share, the stock is now at $450 a share. Yes. What can I add? This is, uh, we were discussing whether this quarter is in the Hall of Fame uh, for uh, publicly traded stock quarters or whether it just goes straight to Mount Rushmore as one of the very elite, uh, perhaps only four of all time. I'd, I'd like to know what others are in the competition for this. And it probably comes as little of a surprise um, that uh, obviously in the April, May, June, or, or sorry, uh, May, June, July, quarter, this company grew tremendously, but uh, to have grown from doing a reasonable amount, uh, $145 million in revenue a year ago for the quarter to 663 you know, that's one of the reasons $663 million for the quarter, um, that this is a $100 billion company already. Yeah, I did. certainly over the past few weeks, we've talked on this show and on Motley Fool Money about retail companies putting up ridiculous growth numbers in terms of their online sales, 200%, 240%, that sort of thing. Overall revenue growth of 355%, uh, certainly for 2020, it's on the Mount Rushmore of quarters. And it, it, it's funny, I forget who it was, um, but I, I saw an, uh, an analyst this morning on CNBC basically uh, throw his hands up and just just in this and 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 I likened it to uh, in the same way that a lot of companies have come out during the pandemic and said we're not giving guidance anymore we're just, there's too much uncertainty we're not giving guidance for the rest of the fiscal year this analyst was basically doing the same thing with zoom video like I I don't know what to do with this valuation I do <laughs> I, I so just, it, 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 it was almost like he wanted to leave the set. Like, stop asking me about this. I don't know what to do. Yeah, well, I think that, I mean, one of the reasons that I would put it on the, the Mount Rushmore, consider uh, it being one of the ones that goes there, is that the stock price is uh, much more correlated with the growth in the business, the improvement in the stock price, than some other things uh, which have had unbelievable years as stocks and good years as businesses. I would I would include sort of Tesla in that where the, you know, Tesla's up, I think the stock, the stock is up 10x this year or 10x, you know, over a year period of time. They're not selling 10 times as many cars today as they were a year ago. Uh, they've, they've done a great job. They've improved uh, all around, but the, the stock price has gotten, um, is, is traveling on a different path than the business there at, at the moment. Um, whereas I would say there's a little bit of a tighter fit between the growth in Zoom and, you know, the guidance they provided was actually 
uh, quite conservative for the next uh, quarter and the rest of the year, really just barely above uh, what they just um, just did. So uh, I think the market today, given it's up 35, whatever percent, um, the market's ignoring to a degree the guidance because I think faster growth than that continuing the rest of the year uh, is, is part of what people are excited about today. I don't know when Cisco Systems' next earnings report comes out, but whenever that is, I'm looking forward to any questions that analysts ask on the conference call about WebEx, you know, and and using Zoom video as a data point. I'm just like, well, we we see what Zoom was able to do in terms of growth. How's Web? I know you have other businesses at the Cisco Systems. We know we know you have other things going on. My question is about WebEx. How's that going? Because my hunch uh, is Cisco Systems isn't going to come out and say WebEx grew 350%. No, no. I mean, a, a closer uh, corollary for that kind of growth might be Ring Central, uh, which has got uh, sort of a unified communications uh, cloud based business uh, operation and just reported a, a, a very good quarter in their own right, um, not, not quite at Zoom level. So, uh, you know, obviously this is a technology which we are using right now. Uh, we're probably familiar with how much more we use it, not just in business and not just for an expanding part of our business. Because uh, we had Zoom uh, a year ago, uh, more than a year ago in our company, used it. it. We found it. I think I did. I'm imagining you did a, a big improvement over uh, our previous uh, video conferencing software. And, uh, you know, now it's the kind of thing that uh, grandparents and grandchildren and parents are all using in a way an adoption across generations uh, that I think is uh, also on a, on a fairly short list of, of technologies that have seen, you know, all of society uh, go into this and um, to become the verb of what you're doing, whether you're using uh, WebEx or RingCentral or, or Zoom, you're probably referring to it as, you know, a Zoom call. Shares of Liberty Oil Field Services up 33% today. Liberty is going to merge with the North American fracking business of Schlumberger. And Schlumberger is going to hold a big stake in the resulting company. And this is one of those deals that strikes me as pretty one-sided. This seems like this is good for Liberty shareholders and maybe no one else. Well, uh, Schlumberger uh, retains uh, an interest in the new company that will be formed uh, by the sale of its assets to uh, merge with Liberty. So, uh, it's providing a little bit of a net, perhaps, to the decline in Schlumberger's uh, stock price today, which you know is is a well-trod path for Schlumberger this year to be. Uh, to see its stock down. It's down about 50%. I was going back looking over a graph. And Schlumberger has had phenomenal success over the years, been uh, one of the innovators in the category. uh, And yet, uh, its stock is uh, about the same price it was in 1996. So, you know, I, I think that is 
um, more than to me, me uh, more than anything, I, I take away that this is a part of the economy uh, that the market does not like today. Uh, market does not see a promising future for. Uh, Liberty has improved, but is really sort of getting up off the canvas uh, with this deal. Uh, it's just not, uh, you know, it, it does not appear to have the future that it once appeared to have. Today, as reflected by stock market prices and as reflected by people's use of fossil fuels at this moment in time, if you want to take the other side of that, um, that uh, th this is a cycle and uh, this is all going to come back, then, you know, uh, why don't you take that? We, we said we, we would try to generate a fight. That's what you've always said. Fossil fuels. Just give me more fossil fuels. I haven't said that, but certainly the you know to go back to Zoom's valuation in the same way that there are people looking at the valuation on Zoom video and saying this is insane. Some of those same people are looking at Schlumberger and Chevron and Exxon Mobil and saying, "Look at how cheap these stocks are." Uh, I mean, yeah, you know who didn't say that? The people of Dow Jones and their average that kicked uh, you know Exxon out. Um, so. Uh, they're not betting on the future. And, you know, if Dow Jones, which is the epitome of uh, the status quo and, and the elite of the anointed in, in an economy, uh, if they're not as interested in betting on the present and the future of Exxon as they once were and were for decades, uh, that's sort of just another perhaps data point as to how many people are getting off the train. Now, that's one way to make money is to um, pick up something that everybody else has turned on. Uh, but you are betting. You are betting on the future of, of fossil fuels. And uh, I don't know if that's a bet everybody wants to make. I think definitionally, it is not a bet everybody wants to make. It's mostly you, right? <laughs> fewer and fewer people are making that bet. Uh, yeah, and and I mean, one of the reasons uh, would be to look back on on the last uh, twenty five years of, of Schlumberger and what shareholders have uh, received for sticking it out with them uh, this long, and uh, they've seen a company that's that's been at the core of in the innovations that made fracking possible uh, and made fracking uh, as as um, lucrative as it was during the right part of the cycle, uh, but. We're on the other part of the cycle right now, and we, in talking about this as a cyclical, uh, we are implying that you know there will be another chapter, and it'll it'll look a little different on the sine curve. But uh, long term, I, I do take that twenty five year view and say I, I'm not sure the next twenty five years are going to be better than the last twenty five for for Schlumberger. Just last thing on this, uh, when you started to talk about Schlumberger's stock price and you said the stock is basically where it was in, I didn't know what year you were going to say, but I would have bet money it was at least going to be a year in this century. The fact that the stock is basically where it was in 1996 it means that there are absolutely people listening to this podcast going, wait a minute, that was before I was born. Like, yep, that's well, that's how that's going for Schlumberger. Well, now it visited some very different stock prices uh, in between. It was a hundred dollar plus stock in two thousand and seven. It's eighteen dollars today. 
I haven't, you know, gone back and, and matched this graph up against any, um, you know, divestments that may that may have occurred. Um, so if if I've gotten any part of this uh, not fully accurate, that's on me. Uh, but I, I think that the general story is going to be uh, is going to hold up to scrutiny. You know, uh, this this was a hundred dollar stock uh, in 2014, uh, all time high then I think. And you know, again, eighteen dollars today. Uh, it's been a, been a tough, uh, tough year and uh, really a tough couple of years preceding that. Shares of Walmart up 6% today, hitting a new all-time high because Walmart has unveiled details on the Walmart Plus service that it is launching on September 15th. $98 a year for the service, uh, or you can go the monthly route, uh, $12.95 per month. You get free shipping on orders over $35 and five cents off a gallon of gas, speaking of fossil fuels. What was your reaction when you saw the details of this service? Let's just start there. Uh, my, my initial reaction was, uh, this is a copycat of Amazon, and that's probably a pretty good idea. Uh, I think that... Uh, you know they have built up their e-commerce. Uh, they, they weren't rushing into it uh, once the coronavirus hit. They've they've been investing in this for a very long time, and I think that they are going to be uh, a big player. And I think that they have got an audience. Uh, they're already a big player e-commerce, but they're they're going to have an audience uh, that has grown up uh, with Walmart. Uh, and is loyal to Walmart and appreciates where Walmart is and what it what it's uh, done for them, and I think the distribution that they're going to be able to achieve, particularly on the grocery side, uh, given the number of locations, given the scale uh, of those locations, uh, I think it, I I would be I and the market uh, are buyers of this idea today. So my, I mean, I'm not I'm not literally buying the shares, but uh, because uh, there are all sorts of rules about that. But um, you know, I think that uh, it's to me the market uh, receiving this positively is no surprise. So my initial reaction was the same that I think a lot of people have made, at least based on what I've read online and seen on CNBC, is the immediate side-by-side -side comparison with the Amazon Prime service. And people sort of holding those two up and saying, well, on an annual basis, this is less expensive because Amazon Prime is $119. But you get a lot more. You get Amazon Music, you get Prime Video, and there's not the limit. There's not the $35 limit to get the free shipping. Amazon Prime, you get free shipping no matter what. That was my initial reaction. The more I've thought about it, the more the rise in the stock today makes sense. Because one of the things you just talked about, I think the grocery angle here is um, an important thing that nobody should overlook. The way that Walmart has invested in groceries over the last, not just the last six months, but really over the last decade. And for people who are doing their weekly grocery shopping at Walmart, that gets you over the $35 limit very quickly. So I think Doug McMillan and his team have done their homework on this. I'm, I'm interested to see the first time they come out with numbers of here's how many people have signed up. 
Um, but I, uh, I think McMillan and his team have more than earned the benefit of the doubt with the way they've constructed this service. You're, you're betting that people are going to continue to eat. That's what I hear. I, I think buying groceries, consuming them on a, a weekly, if not daily basis, I, that's a trend I believe in. Not a fad. That's a trend. A, that's a, a trend. long-lasting trend, you see. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think that is. I, I don't know that I've ever gotten out of Walmart for less than 35 bucks. Um, I think when I've, when I've gone there, it's probably been to acquire at least $35 worth of stuff. Um, but uh, so, so I agree that the, when I saw that number, I thought, huh, that's, you know, that Amazon used to deliver you stuff for free if you just went over 25 with or without a subscription, you know, once upon a time. Um, so, uh, but I, I think the, you know, the marketing research that uh, Walmart has surely put into this uh, led to that uh, particular number. And um, I'm going to bet that Walmart's marketing research has once again done its job. Bill Barker, good talking to you. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. As always, people on the program may have interest in the stocks they talk about on The Motley Fool, may have formal recommendations for or against. So don't buy or sell stocks based solely on what you hear. That's going to do it for this edition of Market Forward. The show is mixed by Dan Boyd. I'm Chris Hill. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.